Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Ziel, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today I'm with Kaleo mm-hmm. uh, Wheeler, which we're reclaiming your spiritual greatness. Welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. It's so nice to be here. I'm just very pleased to be able to be here with you today. Yay. So I always like to start with the question that lets me know you on a deeper level and lets uh, our audience get an insider's view. So the question is, is what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? What has my soul shared with me throughout my journey? Well, it's been an interesting journey. Um, It started when I was very young with experiencing some early trauma, emotional, um, physical, and um, my spirit came in very strong and started questioning what is all this about. And um, it led me on a journey through my life to connect to a lot of the indigenous traditions. Um, I I worked with a Hawaiian, uh, a Native American shaman for a number of years. And then I connected to the Hawaiian culture, which is what they call living aloha, which is about um, most people aren't aware of it. Um, I'm very fortunate to have been studying with a lot of the very ancient teachings, which is about claiming and embracing your spiritual greatness of who we come into this world to be and and um, and helping us. It's helped me to find my way back to that from the limiting beliefs I took on. And you know, now I'm looking to share this. I'm not looking to. I share this with other women. So to me, the spiritual greatness seems uh, reclaiming or remembering of your wholeness and completeness. Do I have that correct? Yes. Yes. Our innate goodness who we are as spirit, you know, we come into this world, which to have this human experience, but so much of it in the, in the Western culture we're in is, is really about more of almost like a fault finding society of, you know, we we come in being told that we're wonderful and we're great. And then we're told that we have this sin that has to be forgiven. And there's this wrong with us and we can't do that and this and that. And so I think that's it. Isn't a lot of the journey here about, finding our way back to what, you know, you're saying is the language of your soul and and who you are. And I see that as this spiritual greatness that is who we are at the core of everything, of the divine within us. So how do we start reclaiming it? How do we start remembering it? Like, what are the internal actions that will allow us to be our greatness and to express it in our everyday lives? Well, for me, I found it was really helpful when I started connecting to, because uh, I've worked with a lot of different things over the years of tools and techniques and meditations and things that you could do, and that all helped. But for me, what really brought it um, home uh, was when I connected to these very ancient teachings, which, uh, to just to give you an example, in the Hawaiian culture, the original language which they believe came from the ancestors, came from the gods to help them to live in love and blessing in everything they do. And their language has maybe half of the number of words and and vowels and consonants than other languages. And it's because they only embodied positive. Uh, You never heard the word, I can't. You never heard the word, you're not good enough. It was all helping that child to remember who they are and to grow more fully into it. So I think to start with just realizing that helping people to remember that that's who we are and that this conditioning that we've taken on is just that it's conditioning. That's not the truth. 
you know, and then, you know, in this tradition, like any other, there's, there's techniques and tools and things that we can learn. And, and what I like about it is they're very practical and simple um, just to help people to really start having more compassion, more self-love, more self-appreciation, more self-acceptance. So what I hear you also saying is a, a good kind of tangible tool to start doing right here and right now is to notice when we're using the word can't. Exactly. Just, right. And just pause and go, well, like, let's tune in. What does our soul say? Exactly. It's, it's about becoming aware. Like our words are very precious. There's power in them. And so if we really start listening, uh, you know, one is not, we are not aware how much we say, I can't do this or have the words not or whatever, you know? And so the first thing, Jennifer, yeah, is if, is for us to start listening to what we're saying, listening to what others are saying to us. And I have to tell you, it's a really interesting exercise to say, okay, for the next hour, I am going to say everything in a positive way without any of these negative words. And it's fascinating. There, you know, Something will come up and you'll sit and go, wow, how can I say that positively? And you have to really stop and think about it a little bit when you're first getting used to doing that. So it's that's a wonderful little technique that you can do anytime, you know, and just start watching and being aware and being more mindful. It's a yeah, wonderful mindful experience. Yeah, and I, Mindfulness. Think that, I think that's so important. I think so often we are, we move to the worst case scenario. We move to uh, what what is not possible in order to create this false sense of safety. Right. Right. And it will also change the way you look at everything if you start to go, wait. Well, and we live and we live in a world of fear, don't we? And I mean, there's it's love or fear. What do we choose? But I think we're conditioned to, like you say, expect the worst. And so we're always in the fear of the shoe dropping or something instead of being in that place of love and know that the universe, the gods, uh, however you see that, are there to give us everything that we want. All we have to do is choose to to live in that place and and see it and allow it to come into our lives so yeah. what has been a big question that you've been asking yourself and your soul uh in your traditions lately in uh in my traditions what was the last part what has been a big question that you've been asking yourself lately well what i'm finding is fascinating is with these limiting beliefs um i was just looking at this the last couple of days because i've done a lot of work on myself over the years i've been working with this this particular culture with the wine culture for 30 some years and other things before that. But it's amazing to me how uh, suddenly you can see there is an old limiting belief. And sometimes it goes back to some of those original conditionings and how it's still sort of playing in the background. And it's kind of insidious back there. And we've gotten so used to it, we don't even hear it. We're not even, like you hear it, it goes in one ear and out the other, but yet it's still affecting how we are living our lives. It's still maybe causing some self-sabotage. It's still making us feel we're not good enough, you know? And um, so it really is about, okay, just really being aware and getting used to really listening. You know, like they say, we don't always listen enough to other people as they're talking. We're not listening enough to our own inner voices. So it's it's been really kind of interesting where I'm seeing there's a little bit of something still from my background that, I mean, there's always going to be something, but in this case, um, there is a, a belief. I thought I had pretty much cleared up and recently it's like, ah, oh, it's still trying to stay in there a little bit. So, okay. 
how can I be more aware and just really listen to that? Which inner voice am I really hearing and, and is still speaking to me? Yeah, and I think that's so important. I think uh, so often we can judge ourselves for, you know, being in the pattern and the struggle, but we're always inviting more soul into our body. Mm-hmm. So those things are going to tell us where we're not fully participating in our greatness. And that's the human experience as well. Yeah. And I think I had one of my teachers once said too, you know, when things keep coming up and resurfacing and, you know, and you get a charge from something that you thought you had worked on. And I loved what he said is, you know, there's no failure. He said, cause you know, we will beat ourselves up going, Oh my God, I thought I cleared that up and here it is. Boy, I can't even get this right. You know? And instead, you know, I loved what he said was no, he says, cause there's layers, you know, there's layers of, of, of this, that because things have been built up over the years. So every time it comes up again, it's, it's, it's just another layer coming for you to be able to heal. And you just keep allowing yourself to go through that process that, Eventually, you'll get down to the foundation of it, and then it'll be, it won't be an issue anymore. So we don't have to beat ourselves up about anything. It's just about being in the moment and continuing to learn and grow how to move more into our greatness. You I know? love that. So, you know, if people are going to kind of tune into one thing that we're saying here, what do you want them to take away from the conversation today? Like, what do you want them to kind of grasp more fully? Um. I think it really is because I I work mostly with women. I mean, it's for everybody, but I focus on women. And it is really for women to start being easier on themselves now, to have compassion, to realize that, you know, this is all just part of the process and, and of who we are and how we are. It's that old saying, you know, we're, we're uh, spiritual beings having this human experience. But uh, the way my teacher has said it, we're, we're, spiritual beings involved in this human experience to be able to grow and evolve more into our greatness, into our, our soul, into hearing the language of our soul. So it really is about um, finding um, compassion, patience, and also looking. I think one of the things too is looking to see what we are grateful for as difficult as something might be there's always something to be grateful for. And if we look to the, to what we can be grateful for, that takes us out of our mind, takes us into our heart and helps us to remember where we are. So um, no matter how things are, especially with the craziness right now, yeah, if you're having a hard time and you're by yourself, whatever, just focus on what is it that you have to be grateful for in that moment and bless it. And um, um, yeah, just bless it and be grateful for it. Beautiful. Before I wrap up here, our conversation today, how do people get more of you? How do they get in touch with you? Uh, They can uh, find out everything at my website. It is www.theheartofaloha.com. They can also uh, find everything. Also, another name is is just my name, Kaleo Wheeler. It's uh, www.kaleowheeler.com. Either of those names takes you to my website. Beautiful. So so as I'm wrapping up our conversation, I have two uh, last questions here. Mm -hmm. First one is what, what has been the most surprising for you about your journey? Oh goodness. Surprising. What most surprising for me? (laughs) Um, What's been the most surprising and what I'm excited about is to see 
how things come up when you're ready for them and in the fullness of time. There's a phrase in the Hawaiian culture, it's called ikaponomeo, which means, excuse me, ikaponomea, all is in perfection. And yeah, you know, no matter how bad things sometimes seem to be or as we're working on stuff, suddenly whatever you need, if you're just, you leave yourself open and you just stop and just be in the moment, uh, whatever you need does show up. It's always there. It's like they, in the Hawaiian, they call it the um, smiling law of attraction, that the gods are there ready to give you whatever it is that you want with a smile on your face. Um, it's just for you to choose what it is. And when we choose, it's amazing how what we need is always there. Yeah. I always say that the universe has your back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and sometimes we just forget that and we have to settle in. And when we remember it, we see the demonstration of that. That's where the lessons are, though, aren't there in, in, in losing it and then finding your way back to remembering it. Yeah. You know? So if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? I am this human, this spiritual being in my greatness, having this human experience and just be patient and enjoy the ride and evolving more into your greatness in this lifetime. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for playing with us today and for uh, showing us your greatness. We, we and I really appreciate it. Jennifer, thank you so much for having me. And I really, I, I enjoyed looking at and seeing all that you're doing. And, you know, I see we are kind of, we're, we're doing similar things each in our own way. And it really is about helping women right now. And it is time for women to really step into their greatness. So I also thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you. Everyone, you've been listening to Asked and Answered by Soul. I am Jennifer Rizzio. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a review and rate it. And you can contact me directly, of course, at the links below. And I really recommend that you reach out to these amazing guests uh, and experience them on a deeper level. This is a kind of a taste. So you can see if someone resonates with you or not. And you can gain some information on the go. But it's up to you. And I hope you do take it to the next level. So thanks again. And bye for now, everyone. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.